folks, today is Wednesday, August 8th, and I'm Josh Boykin, the founder of Intelligame.us. You're listening to another edition of Intelligame Radio. Welcome to Wednesday, folks, and we are back at it with another edition of Intelligame Radio. Sorry for the mix-up on Monday. We had a bit of a technical snafu. Um, I'm not quite sure what happened there, but we are back. And on Friday, we will be airing our episode of the Intelligame Podcast, which is our full-length show that features interviews and game recommendations, a director's cut reading of an article. It's a really good show, and I hope that you'll remember to check in on Friday. It's a nice little extended length piece to give you something to do either Friday while you're closing up work or over the weekend. In the meantime, there are a couple pieces of really great news that I want to share with you. First, if you are going to be down at TwitchCon, Intelligame will be there too. I'll be moderating two panels down there, one about working in games and the number of ways that you can be involved in the game industry without feeling like you have to code. The other is going to be a little more focused in And it's about how to have tough conversations about real-world issues in Twitch chat. I'm really excited and thankful for the opportunity to moderate both of these experiences. And you'll also see some Intelligame familiar folks at these panels too. Anna Schumann, Peachy Anna, or Backseat Gaming Bros, who has been on the show a couple of times and we played the demo of her upcoming game, Arcade Spirits. And also, Intelligame regular Jenny Wyndham will be there as well. So, if you are going to be down in San Jose for TwitchCon, I would love to see you there. And if you're going to be watching from abroad, be sure to tune into the live streams. Second, Intelligame's gearing up for its first big charity event of the year. We're going to be doing a fundraising drive between now and the start of school which is August 27th here in Portland, to try and raise money for Player vs. Hunger. You may remember Sylvie Dow, aka Fluffy Pancake, from an earlier episode of the Intelligame podcast. We sat down and talked about her new nonprofit, Player vs. Hunger, as well as some of the ways that she's using gaming energy and gaming communities to target issues of food insecurity in America. It's a really great organization, and they've already raised almost $9,000 this summer, and I'm hoping that we here in the Intelligame community will be able to help add to that. We're going to be starting our drive on Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. We're going to stream every Friday between now and the 27th, and we're also going to have a special 12-hour marathon stream, which will feature some guests and also just generally help us have a good time while raising money for a great cause. I hope you will join in. Make sure that you keep an eye out on our social media and on the website, intelligame.us, for more details. In the meantime, today, let's have a conversation about the power of small gaming communities. This will tie in a little bit to a talk that I gave a couple weeks ago at Pixel Pop St. Louis, but I think will be particularly relevant as we get into this fundraiser. Let's go ahead and get started. When I first started watching Twitch, I wasn't really sure that it was a place for me. Most of the streams that I saw involved some caster screaming a bunch while playing games. There was usually some sort of toxic, sexist, racist something going on either in chat or on the stream, and it just seemed like a place that wasn't a good fit for me. 
one day while I was following a game, a mobile game that I used to play called Vainglory, I stumbled upon a streamer named Shin Kaigen. His stream was different than any other stream I'd seen before. Now, Vainglory is a MOBA. It's a multiplayer online battle arena like League of Legends or Dota 2 or Heroes of the Storm. When I started watching these streams, the Vainglory community was a lot smaller, and so I didn't have a really strong sense of how to play my characters or how to play them well. The cool thing about Shin Kaigen's streams was not that he was just playing the game, but he would take the time to describe why he was making the decisions that he made in-game. He would talk about the decisions that his opponents made and whether or not they made sense. He would break down individual components of particular characters he was playing. And his environment was always really friendly and really positive. Watching Shin Kaigen's stream was a big inspiration for what got me streaming. What made me feel like maybe there's a place for people who are interested in content like I'm interested in. Now, I don't think Shin streams very much anymore, and he works for Super Evil Megacorp, the company that creates Vainglory. But the cool thing is that the small community that he started creating by Twitch streaming, by creating YouTube videos, and just creating an honest, heartfelt community really blossomed. There are a lot of players that I had the luxury to meet over the past few years that have a lot of respect for Shin, and like I said, in no small part, my involvement on Twitch is due to the work that he put in on his channel just streaming this game. I think about the powers of small gaming communities. We pay so much attention to the ninjas and the Dr. Disrespects out there, the people who have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of followers, and we see the ways that they're not only making money, but also able to create these ripple effects in the media based on the actions they take. But I tell you, if there's something that I've learned over the past few years, it's that the impacts that we have on the people around us when we're engaged in our small communities, it's huge. I've been thinking a lot about convenience stores, churches, and laundromats. You might have heard me talk a little bit about this before, when I was referencing a talk that I gave at the UO Game Studies Conference. Churches, convenience stores, laundromats. These are businesses that could virtually pop up on every corner. When you go to big cities, you see them all over the place, and they don't generally look like they're closing. In the midst of this big retail crisis that we're seeing, with Amazon and discount retailers like Walmart and Target, we're seeing tons of mom-and-pop shops close down. But still, if you're in a decently populated area, think about churches, convenience stores, laundromats. Those tend to stay open. And it's not because they're serving a gigantic population, it's because they're serving a targeted population. They have a certain number of people that they serve consistently and folks are able to get their needs met at that space, and they do so time and again. This is what allows those places to be sustainable, so that they serve a local, dedicated community. Small, sustainable communities have an opportunity to make an impact by activating people who care about a specific thing and are likely to take action based on your input. 
I think about IntelliGames Extra Life fundraiser that we ran a couple years ago. We raised over $2,300 for Dornbecker's Children's Hospital here in Portland, Oregon. And this was when the stream was really new, when IntelliGame was really new. It was just a matter of having some dedicated people who really cared about both IntelliGame and doing something to help kids. And the rest was kind of history. This also makes me think about Pixel Pop St. Louis, a game convention hosted in St. Louis, Missouri, that I went to a couple of weeks ago. The show's five years old now, and I've been at four of those five shows. I didn't realize until I walked in the door for this year's event how much it's grown since it first started. The ways in which not only are there more people who are there, but the event itself is refined. More developers are showing their games there than ever before. The talks are more targeted. When the show first started, it was this sort of compilation game music creation something festival that had a lot of heart and some good ideas, but ended up spread a little thin. Now, Pixel Pop feels like a much more refined machine. It's been able to partner with St. Louis University, a larger organization in the area, and it's been able to reach out even past the Midwest, drawing in developers from New York and Seattle. These are the ways in which running a small, sustainable community over time can end up having large, dramatic effects overall. I think this is something that we should think about not only in the ways that we build our game communities, but in the ways that we decide how to take action in the world. There are no shortage of worrisome issues on this planet and in our surrounding communities. But when we find ways to activate the people around us, and also ourselves in the process, I've found that we end up having a larger effect on the world than we thought. So what's the moral of this story? Start your YouTube channel. Become a live streamer. Ask your friends if they want to join a D&D group. Do whatever it takes to put together the community that you want. And don't forget that if you can build that community, that you can maybe use those people to help make a positive difference in the world. Maybe you want to take your D&D group and volunteer at a shelter. Or maybe you can try and do a fundraiser over your live stream. Highlight an important issue on your YouTube series. We have opportunities to make a difference in the world, even when sometimes the problems in front of us feel insurmountable. So let's go ahead and bring our small groups together. Use them to help make change. Maybe if we play our cards right, we can get bigger and we can make bigger changes then too. It's Wednesday, which means it's time for the IntelliGame call to action. IG isn't just about games, it's also about the world we play them in. So the call to action gives us an opportunity to try and make the world around us a little bit better. This week, I'm going to encourage you to rethink a stranger. This might sound a little peculiar, and I'm certainly not suggesting that anybody do something that would put themselves in harm's way. But I'm finding that as I'm consuming more news that is basically telling me the world is ending, as I'm seeing more stories of people experiencing racism and all sorts of other biases, it makes me naturally more fearful of people that I don't know and particularly folks who fit certain stereotypes that seem like they would have something against me. Sometimes those gut instincts are correct, but I also want to make sure that for people who are genuinely making an effort or 
just existing in space trying to be a good person that hopefully I can give them the benefit of the doubt. I do feel like the more time that we spend on edge, the more time that we spend reflexively running away from everybody, the fewer opportunities we have to build communities, to gather the energy and resources necessary to actually fight back against some of these problems that we see in the world. So I have had at least a couple of occasions where I thought somebody was maybe not going to be the most friendly to me instinctively, and then it turned out to be a fairly reasonable conversation just by me starting a conversation or even just saying hello. So I'm going to encourage you to rethink a stranger. If you have the capability to maybe say hi to somebody who you wouldn't say hi to otherwise. I know this won't work in every situation, and I certainly encourage people to consider their safety first. But if you do have the opportunity, take some time to think if maybe there's a positive connection that you could be building, not just for their benefit, but for your own as well. If you've built a bridge or made a connection to somebody that ended up positive in a way that you didn't expect, I'd love to hear about it. Shoot an email to podcast at intelligame.us with the subject line call to action, or you can tag us on social media at IntelligameUs. You can also call into the show by using the Anchor app. It's free on your mobile device, and you just might hear your story here on the air. Okay, folks, that does it for another edition of Intelligame Radio. I've been your host, Josh Boykin. You can find me on Twitter or Facebook at Wallstormer. Keep an eye out for more Intelligame content by swinging over to the homepage, Intelligame.us. And you can follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, at Intelligameus. We are going to be streaming tonight at 6 p.m. Pacific time. You'll see me on stream playing Hand of Fate 2. This is an RPG that recently released for the Switch, and has some really interesting storytelling mechanics that blend a bit of D&D with tarot. I think it'll be really interesting to see, and I hope that you'll enjoy it. So again, tune in 6 p.m. twitch.tv slash IntelligameUs. Keep an eye out Friday for our next episode of the Intelligame podcast, and until then, have a great day and keep Intelligaming. (laughs) 